Thundergrunt Podcast Network. So I'm. I need some honesty here. You guys promised me neither of you, Tony and Don, are the guys sending magazines to my house. Um, I can't figure out a way to send magazines to my own house, let alone figure out. I don't even know where you live. Okay, well, that, where do you live? I sent you a Christmas card. You have my address. No, my wife probably has your address. <laughs> I, I I clearly do not. Tony, you're not sending me anything. Uh, while I would like to take credit for whatever terrible magazine you're probably receiving, uh, I, I am too lazy to follow through to actually uh, to do the actual subscription and get you that, that terrible magazine. And what magazine are you receiving? That's well, amazing. I, I brought this up a couple months ago because I started receiving some sort of, and I can't even pronounce it, it's a Mexican soap opera magazine. You should bring it to me. <laughs> it's all entirely in Spanish. Yeah, I think you can bring it to your, your employees. Put it in the waiting room. <laughs> um, <laughs> the break room. Um, and that was fine, you know. But that comes to my house and it's, it's addressed to Jeremy Parmentiro. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was funny and whatever. And I brought it up on the show. I'm, I'm certain I did, but maybe I didn't. It's not so, El Soap Opera? Oh. Well, then about a month later, I started getting Essence. <laughs> and that comes to Jerome Parshington. <laughs> which is also pretty solid. Um, and I do have to say thank you to whoever sending me Essence because I did learn how to keep my man happy and get the job of my dreams, wow. which is a good, a good article for me to read. <laughs> Could you um, read? Can we start reading excerpts of that? And then this morning, apparently, I went to check my mail. I don't check my mail more than once a week because it's all bills and sadness. And uh, <laughs> I now also get a subscription to a Maxim. Uh, addressed to Alexis, Texas, who lives in my house. <laughs> so I now know that whoever's sending me these magazines listens to Radio for Winners and knows my address. So we're really talking about like four people or you guys. And I still think it's you guys. It's- so I want you to know whoever sent me uh, Maxim and Essence. I have pleasured myself to these magazines several <laughs> times. Thank you. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's Radio for Winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another episode of Radio for Winners, Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don, also known as America's Head Coach. Another week, gentlemen, another episode of America's favorite radio podcast program. And while we're talking about um, Don Alexis, being Texas. America's Head Coach, <laughs> it's been a big week for political announcements. I don't know uh, who you're the most excited about, Don. Are you a Rand Paul guy? Or are you a Ted Cruz guy? Or are you a Marco Rubio guy? Or are you... I uh, Hillary Clinton guy. Oh, can't uh, Jeb Bush can't throw him in there. He too? hasn't announced formally. He's uh, running. Chris Christie hasn't announced yet either. No, he was but, actually getting ice cream, and everyone thought it was just because he was uh, in North Carolina. Not North what about Carolina, Martin O'Malley? I hear he's singing his way across oh. the country. I hope he does not even bother. He's but, definitely uh, going to run. Uh, I feel that the art there is an art of running for president. There's like an allure to just running for president, but nobody really wants the job. You just want to run because you want to be celebrated wherever you go. You just don't want the pressure. You want to come in second place. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. Because <laughs> you get to do that longer. And I mean, what a, you get to just raise money and do whatever you want. I feel like Mitt Romney wanted the job. I, I think anyone who actually gets to be the final nominee wants the job. Why would you put up with all that mess if you didn't want the job? But who would want the job? I mean, I, that sounds terrible. 
I don't know why. I, it, it's it seems like just. I, I guess my question is why do you make the money that you make yet you still find a way to come out like a gazillionaire after you leave leave the Oval Office? You, well, that's you, because you you instantly people want to hear from you because you had a lot of uh, influence in the world even if you didn't do a whole lot for the four to eight years you were president. You, you know, you had a lot of. Uh, of insight into things that are going on in the world that the regular person wouldn't have. It's very interesting, I'm sure. But, um, but yeah, so I guess you still have answered the question, though, Don. You have yet to answer a political question yet. What, what do you – I mean, I, I think it's still a little too early to, to, to jump into, into favorites there. This is uh, going to give that candidate an extra – Five to ten viewers listening, <laughs> listening based on the week. Who are you going for? I think Hillary is um, is is uh, in in I think in her words, but she wouldn't actually use them. Is slumming her way through uh, through New Hampshire and Iowa. I think Whoa. is what she's doing. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know. Interesting with the Mark Rubio and uh, the Jeb Bush there. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. But uh, I don't want it to be a Jeb Bush, uh, Hillary Clinton sort of, uh, you know, year and a half of campaigning. Uh, I feel like we uh, will have gone back in our own little time capsule. And it is 2015. So it is the year that Back to the Future sort of went into the future. So does that make sense? I think what this means is that you haven't really studied up on the candidates. I really don't care. (laughs) You don't even know who I'm talking about. I don't. (laughs) Florida where? All we know is Ted Cruz looks really weird. It's a weird-looking guy. He totally does look bizarre. You know, these are the types of conversations that maybe we should have via text message. I don't know. I think what I normally send via text message, things like, uh, hey, are we still going to do the show on Wednesday uh, at 930? Uh, and then other times I think it's like, we should do it Thursday instead because I'm out Wednesday night. Those are riveting conversations. We shouldn't share them, though. So Saturday. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a, as, as good. Saturday night. night. Saturday night, party night. Don't believe me, just watch. That's Tony's favorite song. A little Bruno Mars there, right? So Saturday night, I start getting, um, I start getting text messages um, from you. Yeah. Okay. Now, to be fair, before we get started, what was what was going on Saturday night? So there was a uh, there was a NASCAR race on on a Saturday night, Saturday and you're night. the only person I know who would respond to me in any positive way with a NASCAR text. Well, but you then did- why did you feel the need to copy me? <laughs> I had to mute. Your, I was trying to watch TV with my wife. I had to mute the text because every two seconds I'm getting this drunken and Donald read them. <laughs> but apparently, I don't know if you got in a fight Saturday night with the bartender. I don't know. What's no, going no, no, on. no, no, no. And let's not read the whole text out because I think it's pretty boring. But you can pick some choice. Text if you want, but listen. I went out Saturday night with These some friends. Choice. <laughs> here's here's one. I, I you can tell the story, but let me just give the the audience a little bit of a taste. So, uh, serious drunk question: Do you think the crew plays as much of a, a part as the driver for each team? Can a great team make a fair driver a champion, <laughs> or is driver ninety nine percent of winning? Now that's a boring question to share on. I thought you would have picked one of the more exciting ones. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I, I'm getting there. Like when I told you I like Joey Logano in a biblical sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you proceeded to tell me that, oh, and you sent me a, a picture, a screenshot. <clears throat> yeah, I want a green Obi-Wan. You want a green Obi-Wan. I was super excited. So you had to send me. This is now, I went back through my text history to verify, and I was right. This is the second green, the, the second green uh, Star Wars card that you received. Right uh, now, third for, actually, I got a Darth Vader so and I got a Luke. For, for those that don't know, uh, uh, Jeremy is still collecting um, um, Topps um, memorabilia cards, digital Star Wars, cards. digital Star Wars cards on his phone. Yeah, it's free though. I haven't paid any money yet. How much time do you devote to looking at the Star Wars? Now, Tony, those uh, things don't cards. matter. What, what matters is that I, I enjoy the cards. Though? I'd say about six hours a day. 
All right. It's well, a lot of you time. could be spending uh, at least 20 minutes that working out. No, no, I'm very busy uh, looking at Star Wars cards, electric <laughs> Star Wars cards. I don't want to waste time. Someone could be offering a very rare widescreen vision tops card. I got to make sure I get it. Now, all these text messages are coming through. We proceed to start including you, you included Tony in the conversation, but then, you know, Tony decided never to respond. Well, I just figured he was sleeping and or turned his phone off. I was finishing up uh, the jinx. Uh, oh, you finally the finished Robert up the Durst jinx. Impression. Do you, uh, you do a Robert Durst impression? Uh, I do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my dad took me outside, waved to mommy, say hi to mommy. <laughs> Mommy's on the roof. I feel like I feel That's like so I gotta. Good. I feel like I gotta play this when you do that. She's got a, who shaves her eyebrows. You look like a weirdo. <laughs> the hell did i do Killed i could do a whole show of you just reading out <laughs> random <laughs> lines in that impersonation it's it's dead that on. was a fantastic documentary though so so I, my my hope was via the text messages that tony's phone was turned off and that he wakes up sunday morning and turns it on and it just starts just beeping uncontrollably no <laughs> I, I saw idiots. all the text messages uh and i <laughs> i decided not to respond so I I proceeded to realize that I had had a very very long day. Um, we had uh, t-ball opening day or baseball opening day. So we started at about eight o'clock in the morning and didn't get done to about six o'clock in the evening. And my wife was exhausted with the baby, so she went to bed. So I was up with the kids that late night, and I had had it. And I, I started cleaning a little bit, and I sat down and had a beer. But it seemed to me that you sat down at whatever establishment you sat down at at around noon and kept drinking until about 8.30. No, you'd think that. I went to go watch the O's game at the Green Turtle in Crofton with some friends, and, uh, and that started at 7. And we got there at like <laughs> 7.30, and I proceeded to drink four tall beers very quickly by the fifth inning. And then a guy came in to play guitar loudly in the bar, and I got a little salty So about you it. got very annoyed at that. Yeah, I hate it. Now, you're a guy that plays music. You're in 17 bands. But I don't play it in a sports bar when people are watching sports events. Because nobody would hire you to come in and play well, at a true. sports bar. But even so, it seems like it's the wrong place to play. I'm also not going to play at a Macy's. These are all places you shouldn't play a bunch of songs for people. And it was right in the middle of the bar section. It's not like he was over in the restaurant section or like in a separate part of the, of the establishment. He was right in the middle of this bar where everyone's watching the O's game, and clearly everyone's in O's gear. They're there to watch the game. So now you're at the bar. The O's game is over. They won. The O's game is over, and, and they're getting ready to blow this game that they're playing right now. But the, the O's game is over. There's, there's a guy over there singing Kumbaya, right? Mm-hmm. And for any of you that, you that listen to this show for a long time... I, I sort of, I sort of had a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a, of a touching moment. What, what did you proceed to ask the bartender after after the Orioles game? Was oh, over? so the, as soon as the game's over, they're just watching the post game. And I said, "Hey, no one else is watching the post game because you can't hear it anyway." And this guy's playing a bunch of Green Day covers. Why don't you put the NASCAR race on? And how did that go over with the bartender? Well, the bartender was fine with the NASCAR game. Um, it's a race. I was talking. I was watching baseball. It's not, a, not, a, not a game. Well, I play a game, which is why I care about NASCAR. I pinball, play our, pinball's a game. I play our picks league. That's a game. <laughs> I said that last year too. I think I called NASCAR games every single race. I anyway. like when the race is in the third quarter, <laughs> the second period of the race. Uh, anyway, so I watched the first uh, 
I, I guess like the first 50 or 60 laps of the race in Green Turtle, and then the guy started playing again, and we decided it was time to leave. So then I came home, and I had beers in my fridge, and I proceeded to then <laughs> spend the next two hours watching the race and texting Don. Yes. <laughs> and at so, first it started just, just some random statements. Yeah. Uh, but then I read them back, and I, you can clearly see that after drinking four tall beers at the bar and then drinking two like <laughs> 9% beers at my house, I should not have been texting. Uh, I think at one point I told you that I pissed all over my floor. Uh, yes. <laughs> Which is true. I did. The bathroom, though, not the... You were getting room. very angry at the bartender because he was getting salty with you because you asked for NASCAR to be put on the TV. I think I explained it poorly. The bartender was fine. The guy next to me didn't like it. He wanted to watch boxing, and I had to explain that boxing was terrible, and he was awful, and he should leave. So I punched him in the face. No, I just left. I just decided it was better for me to leave from him to start threatening random people who are larger than me. How come I didn't get a call to come with you to the Green Turtle? Yeah, well, you don't know the people I was coming to meet, so it would have been awkward for you. I'm a friendly person. I know how to talk to men. Well, I, <laughs> that's true. They don't like talking to you, <laughs> but you're a big fan. That is true. I had a little bit of a breakthrough with that, by the way, too. That, um, that guy and I uh, have been talking more. So he said two words to you. It was, it was um, there were three or four sentences, yeah. Nice. And I didn't use the word purpley. Which is good. Did you comment on his clothes at all? No, no, I skipped that this time. That's good. That's a good start, Don. So I'm learning a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I may have been having a heat stroke, but I'm not quite sure. But it was fine. We had a good conversation. But yeah, I mean, next time maybe you could give me a little bit of an invite. I, you know, I've got four kids. I'd like to get out every now and then. Okay. I apologize. I didn't invite there's you to just no, hang with people that you didn't there's know. There's no way. That you would have gone. I would have sat at a table in another room just based <laughs> off your invite sitting by myself. You think there's any way that I could have gotten out of that house? No. Not a no chance. chance. No. That's why I didn't bother. Not I a chance. Also, I knew it'd only be out for a couple hours, and I figured, you know. You figured, you know what? That you Don interested. wouldn't want to come out and watch an Oriole game at a bar? Yeah. Uh, you don't like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I don't. Besides, you said you were busy fixing your garage door. I did fix my garage door. So my garage door, it, it, I... I um, I, we did some stuff in the house, like in the during the winter time. We just started throwing stuff into the garage, so we had a nice. Um, uh, it was a nice day, I guess, last weekend. So I started cleaning the garage out. So got it all cleaned now, out. So now, Jeremy, is it a, does the garage look like it's been cleaned at all? Well, now wait a minute. No, the, there are two garages here. For everyone who doesn't know, Don lives in a mansion. Oh, okay. He has two garages. The outside <laughs> garage where we do the show does not look like anyone's done more than throw things from the house into it. So that's probably because I took things out of the other garage and just threw them into this garage. There's a printer in here. There's actually several printers. There's one over there. <laughs> and you would think that I, my, my, my goal is that we could print stuff for the show. But it's not hooked up. It's in a box. No, clearly I have not done anything with that plan or that strategy. So so anyway, I cleaned the garage out. And <laughs> Why do you have this random office supplies that... Uh... He steals them from work. That's I, why he was terminated. That's, that's, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. So I, hey, guys, I got this fax machine. I'm going to hook it up. So we start getting faxes in. I also got a badge laminator. So anyway, I go to turn my garage door open, and um, it doesn't move, the gear strip. So I, I hung, uh, I, I hung, I, I went and bought a new garage door opener. Now, it, it clearly says at the Lowe's, it says professional installation available. So 
you know, knowing me, I, I said, I don't need professional insulation. I am a professional. I can do this. So <laughs> there's nothing. When I think of Don, I think professional garage installer. So my, my wife says, make sure you read the instructions thoroughly. So I said, yes, absolutely. I really had no intention of reading the instructions whatsoever. I decided that I would read the instructions. So I get to step one of the instructions. I Open start box. following them. F this. I got this. I started putting everything together, and I realized that the mounting frame that's in the ceiling is too far back for the new garage door. So I've got to sort of take it down, move the mounting frame forward, remount it, and then put it back up. I, I It takes me probably about five hours to do everything. I put it up, proud of myself. I open the garage door. It doesn't open all the way. Like it only opens up halfway to the ground? It opens up probably about <laughs> three quarters, right? Can you fit a car through it? Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. So I said, I said, I need to make an adjustment on the track. That's the problem, right? So now the thing goes all the way back to the motor housing, and it stops, and the door is still not up. And I'm like, this, this, is, this is crazy. So now I adjust it, and when I press the close button, now it won't close all the way. It'll open all the way, but now it won't close all the way. So now I'm like, wow. I don't. I don't know what what I've what I've. How done much wrong. time have you wasted on this? Started at eleven thirty Sunday morning. Um, this was about eight thirty nine o'clock now Sunday night. <laughs> so um, I, I'm I'm now just thoroughly frustrated. Um, my neighbor walks by. And he's like, "Hey, how's it going? How's the garage door coming along?" I said, "Well, it opens three quarters." And he's like, "Oh, that's nice." So he, he, like, immediate, oh. he immediately thinks that I'm the biggest douchebag ever. So that was before he asked about the garage. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so now I, I, I say I got to go back and do some research. I got to look at this. So I'm checking out all these websites, and I finally go back to the Lowe's website. And I look at the customer reviews, and it clearly states in the customer review, it says, if you have a garage door that is eight feet tall, you need to buy the extension bracket. I'm like, what the fuck is the extension bracket? It was never anywhere in the instruction manual. Never anywhere now, in the instruction manual. So when manual. you went to the to the store to buy the garage door opener and you talked to someone to help you, they I told cl- you? I did not talk to a single oh, person. Why would I talk to anybody? And the second review said, hey, don't install this by yourself. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. I went with my shopping cart. I picked it up and put it in there and checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, remember I said I looked at the instructions. I started at step one, but there's two pages of like you know just you know sort of heads up type of things like uh-huh. heads up. Yeah. It clearly says that on on the second page. Hey, if you have a garage door that's eight feet or longer taller, you need to have this extension bracket. Well, the problem with the extension bracket is is that the only way to put it on is to unmount the motor, un undo the belt, undo essentially take everything apart. Well, you wouldn't have had to take it apart if you would have read the directions and not put it up. First. Clearly, yes. <laughs> so, but now I'm thinking that I can just put the because now I can just put the mounting for the uh, for the engine for the the motor. The I can put it right back where it was before because I was like, ah, it, it was the right distance. So I I remount that to the position that it was before. Now I put the the, the garage door open up and it's too long. So now I got to pick it all back down again move the, the mounting bracket back further and then remount it. And that took me until about midnight uh, Tuesday night. 
So is your garage working as intended right this moment? Garage door is working as intended. Which means it's never going to open again since you just leave it full of boxes. I um, I'm now afraid <laughs> to put a car inside of it because I'm afraid it's going to it's going to fall from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that's sort of my home improvement project for the week, and um, I don't know if I want to do any more, but clearly I'll get roped into doing something. See, that's why I didn't invite you out. You said you were very busy with home projects. That was Sunday. Okay, well, I don't... I clearly could have done that with a hangover. <laughs> it would have been fine. You might have taken you less time because you would have just looked at the instructions to not move. I just think if you don't like me as a friend, you just don't want to invite me anyplace. Now, if hey, I what is your hangover food of choice the next day? I know you guys, uh, Jeremy definitely uh, gets a lot of hangovers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming, right? I'm egg, assuming egg you have sandwiches. hangovers every Sunday. Egg uh, I don't normally get hangovers. Well, I did have a hangover this Sunday, a little bit of one. And yes, the answer then is the greasiest food I can find. So bacon <laughs> and eggs or uh, sausage if I have it. A good or, choice. Or bark while I'm running through the woods. I always try to go with a lot of starch. A lot of starch. I just can't do with hangovers anymore. I can't. I can't do it. If I get a hangover now, it lasts like three days. It's misery. I can't do it. I. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um. I haven't. I don't know what the last hangover I actually had. I think the last time it was like probably New Year's Eve, but I was I was sick too, so I don't really know. But yeah, you know, that's always a good cover up. Bacon. Uh, it's, the, it's the allergies. <laughs> the allergies are terrible, and it's three degrees September. outside. How do you get allergies? <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Sorry. Uh. I guess I had another food in my fridge that was greasy that I was thinking about, actually. Uh, but I didn't eat it for breakfast, so it been a lie. And I like to be honest on Radio for Winners. But, you know, I always complain about Crofton doesn't have any good food because um, it's all chains and boring. It's, it's acceptable food, but it's not interesting food. Mm-hmm. But there's now, uh, there's a new Indian place that's really good. But I also heard that there's a kebab place in a gas station that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a kebab place. I see them uh, when I was living in uh, Northern Virginia. They were all over the place. All these uh, goddamn kebab places. Oh, <laughs> everywhere you go, every 15 feet, there was a kebab here and a kebab there. Uh, but I never actually went in because I was afraid. Because I don't know what you actually get when you go into a kebab place other than uh, a random kebab. Uh, <laughs> and a kebab. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, how do you I order don't know what you get in a kebab place. It's, <laughs> it's a kebab. You just walk in. I don't know how you like. What do you? Is it a kebab? Like I don't know what they. I don't even know what to have. You normally get a kebab, and it's I got like a, a little salad yeah. and uh, and some rice on that kebab. You know the interesting thing about Tony's, is it on a stick. The interesting thing. No, about, they actually normally take the stick out, but yes, it's the food that would be on the stick. About Tony's comment is he said, you know, I've never been to a kebab place, but he didn't say that he's never been to a place where he's gotten food at a gas station because clearly that's where no. he's had some of his best meals. But sometimes uh, There is an amazing Thai place. They don't always get the order right, nor do they uh, are they fast, but once you get the Thai food at this Thai at this gas station, it is the best Thai food uh, you can possibly have. And I can use my giant rewards points. <laughs> <laughs> I get five cents off. Five the cents off. <laughs> Where else can you get Thai food, a pair of gloves, and some sunglasses? All in one stop. Come on. And I got the best premium fuel on the market. Well, this is the same idea. It's I could get all those things and kebabs. So I was like, I'm going to get some kebabs. Is it an Exxon or is it a... It's just like a, a, a BP or something. I don't even know if that's even still a gas station. But it's the one in the middle of Route 3. Before Did the wall was in there, there, it's where you walked in there. I just walked in. The middle of Route 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the Royal Farm is? No, no, no. But further up. Kind of by the way, this is a good this is a good conversation for anyone who doesn't live in my neighborhood. Anyway, long story short, I go to this uh, kebab place. 
And uh, and I ordered uh, chicken for my wife, and I was going to get beef. We were going to share it. Hold, hold on one second. Just I'm sorry. I really am. Now, you, you told your wife, hey, there's a great kebab place. I thought I'd pick us up some dinner. And was she excited about this? She said, sure, that sounds fine. <laughs> did you tell her Did you tell her that I was at a gas station? Yeah, she knew where I was oh, going. Okay. It All wasn't right. like, there's this amazing kebab place. Don't ask where it is. <laughs> they store the meat in the bathroom. No, so I, I thought I would check it out. I thought it was good. I like Indian food. I like kebabs. From a gas station. I eat a lot of good food from a gas station. I, I eat a Wawa regularly. Uh, we had ribs at a wedding once in a gas station. It was very good. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Actually, I don't think it was a gas station. Uh, I mean, it was a gas station. Yeah. Was it? There was a general store. Yeah, with a gas pump on it. Same there, thing. There, it was one pump. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It was. Uh, I don't think so it was an active pump, though. I ordered... Why would you have... It doesn't matter. I, I ordered the chicken and the beef. Now, when I, if you ordered a beef kebab, what would you expect to get? Uh, beef. That will guess, but what like steak cubes, right? Like cubes of cubes of, of, of cubes of, of, of that meat. sort of meat or, meat, or roast meat or, cubes. Uh, instead, it was like a tube of hamburger that Ugh. was speared and covered in the sauce or whatever. And it was it was a different kind of grain than regular hamburger meat, so it was almost like it was like blended and put together mm. as a tube. But then they remove the stick from it, so it's just this long. So it's, a, it's like a sausage with a hole in the end. Like a sausage with a hole. Look like a beef dick. <laughs> <laughs> I got home. I have this big full right. of beef dick. Beef dick. <laughs> did your wife eat it? She had a little bit of beef dick. Did and your did wife had a little bit it. of your beef dick? She did not like it. I ate the rest of the beef dick. I ate the whole thing. Big grit on my face. Beef dick in my lap. That's the way to do it. It would have been great if you two lady in the tramp that each one of you put an end of the beef stick <laughs> in your mouth and like you, like you met in the middle. Well, the best part is, you know, they, they drizzle it with a sauce. No, I don't know. So it's a, I've never it's a had beef a dick drizzled with sauce. And of course, it's a white sauce all over the end of it only. Of course it is. So it just looked a little obscene. Why didn't you tweet out a picture of that? I was too busy eating it and then getting very sad later because it really was. It was a weird texture. Like... It also kind of looked like a turd a little bit. I ate it. It was good. I would not recommend the beef kebab. <laughs> I would not recommend it. If you're ever in the Crofton area at a BP gas station. The chicken, station. though, was outstanding. The chicken tikka How many was amazing. Chicken tikka, tikka marsala? Just chicken tikka. <laughs> amazing. Let's not get into that conversation. Good call. Because no one can pronounce it. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I, I don't know if I would, I would get a kebab at a gas station. Well, you're not, you don't know how to live. I'm apparently not adventurous like you with your meat dick. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need to change my lifestyle a little bit. I haven't had any beef dick lately, but uh, uh, I did go well, to the doctor's office. You do have office. to change your lifestyle a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to the doctor's office, and it was not a good visit. I thought the last visit was not a good visit, and this one was going to be a good visit. Yeah, I thought so too. Turned <laughs> out it was not. I've lost weight, but I think I just have some kind of disease. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but my cholesterol's high, and uh, the bad numbers are bad. <laughs> I think it's because I've been eating a lot of like uh, of beef, actually. That's like not lean. I think it was like eighty percent, which apparently is not lean enough. You have no, to have ninety five or higher. That's a fatty piece of meat. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey! I got the ground chuck over here. It's eighty percent lean. It's on <laughs> sale for two dollars a pound, but the ninety five percent lean. <laughs> It's two twenty-five a pound. I think I'm still going to save that twenty-five cents. So it turns out I've just been killing myself by eating pot roast every week with, uh, <laughs> with meat that clearly is just fat. And you're just, cutting the meat away and just eating the fat. Yes, yeah, so I'm changing that up. The diet's been changed now. 
uh, with uh, the exception of Bojangles this morning. However, that was uh, a slip up. Bojangles. <laughs> how do you how do you slip up, officer? I swear to God, the I'm floor sorry. Is very greasy. I was I didn't know who that was, and I just somehow I woke up. I was in a Bojangles parking lot. <laughs> it was a long drive ahead of me, and I was like, "There's only one thing that's going to satisfy uh, my uh, my uh, my hunger at this time in the morning." It's crawfish and it's Bojangles. Crawfish. <laughs> well, no, you get the breakfast. The breakfast menu. A couple craw- oh, crawfish no on a biscuit. There was no chance that the Bojangles, and we've had this discussion, there was no chance the Bojangles in Lanham is anywhere near the quality of the Bojangles down here. No way. I, I went to the Bojangles in Lanham, and I remember saying I'll never go back to another Bojangles. Uh, so I don't know what you're eating up there, Jeremy, but it's clearly... The uh, chicken steak biscuit. It's amazing. <laughs> it's clearly should be called just beef dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a beef dick biscuit so now are you on medication does the doctor give you pills yes or like that? i gotta take medication for blood pressure and cholesterol my blood pressure is actually fine uh it was actually good uh but i had to take it for cholesterol what's what are and, some and of the, the thyroid what are, thyroid medication what are some of the medications that you're taking Oh, my God. I'm just oh, hoping yeah, that funny. he slips up and says Cialis. <laughs> I'm taking uh, Cialis. <laughs> and uh, now, but uh, I'm not going to. I can't say words now. You going to want me to pronounce medications? <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> true. I, That'll be I, a 17-minute uh, segment. On we, the have, next we, have an, we have an old-new segment. To Tony, music. Tony, read your, Tony, hey, read your prescription medication. Levothyroxine. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> It's always terrible when I have to go to a doctor's office and explain the medications I have to take, and they're just like, uh, what? are you retarded, sir? It's a circle pill. <laughs> it's got a couple numbers stamped on it. What are yeah, you, so what, what, I'm what, revamping the diet. What are you doing over there? Are you picking food out of your teeth? I have a zit on my tongue. Do you have a zit on your tongue ever? Like I've a never had a zit on your tongue? That's disgusting. You've never had like a, a pimple on your tongue? No! Uh, I don't usually get sores on my tongue. No, I think uh, it's not a sore. <laughs> it's just like a pimple. It, it feels. I've like, never gotten a pimple. Think like we, uh, think one we of my just came up with the name, the name of this all, episode. <laughs> it's like it's, it's bigger and it I hurts. Have you ever get a touch. blackhead on your tongue? <laughs> no, no. So you guys have never had pimples on your no! tongue? No. What about like open sores on your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Does it bleed when you pee? <laughs> That's what happened. Perhaps I should take a doctor's visit pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, a few things going on. Jesus, the things that we learned. But before I do, uh, we'll go ahead and do a segment to bring you some things you might not know already, other than <laughs> I'm horribly sick inside. In a segment we call Radio for Winners. And the news. That's right, Radio for Winners and the news. Every week we take five, six, seven, eight, nine, or 22 stories. We put them together in a little box. I shake that box up, I take all the stories out, I put them together, and bring them to you to learn. Two words I'm going to give you, Don, and I want to see what Pim- you think of these two words. Pimple tongue. Pimple tongue. Here's the first word, Don. <laughs> Maybe you got it from that beef dick. You know, when you guys put it that way, I feel like I should not recommend the <laughs> kebab place on Route 3. Can you imagine what the review of the kebab place is now? Was, the beef I dick was the, good. I had the beef dick, but I got a pimple on my tongue. <laughs> Well, now I, I feel very, two and a half stop. Feel very self-conscious about my <laughs> tongue pimple and my sores. Uh, two words for you, Don. Cereal. Rapist. Masturbator. Uh, okay. A serial masturbator arrested in Japan for secretly masturbating on over 100 people on a business train. Wait a minute. <laughs> How does that even happen? Well, it turns out. 
Sounds like the mark After train. he was arrested, they checked, and he's been cutting holes in his pockets in his pants so that he could masturbate and then just unzip his pants and shoot it at people. Oh, wow. Like <laughs> oh, Spider-Man. Man. First off, that does take a lot of skill. Good for him. Uh, Can you imagine sitting down in your cube? <laughs> After somewhere, you look down. Oh, what is that? <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. People would leave the train and they'd get to wherever they're going. Someone's like, ah, uh, there's something on your shirt. And they'd go, what the? Oh, no. Get the fuck out of here. No way. It was going on long enough. They called him the Phantom Ejaculator. But he did it a hundred times. Not Over a hundred times that they know of. Hey, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Phantom Ejaculator? <laughs> oh, the titles of this episode keep getting better and better. <laughs> Fan of ejaculator, pimple tongue. Pimple tongue. Uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. Oh, okay. So I mean, how? What was the? What was the? The time frame that this was happening? I mean, it was for for several years. Oh, several I mean, years. Yeah, he'd he'd been doing it, you know, a couple times a year, uh, and then to about twenty times a year, and um, two or three times a month by uh, by two thousand eleven. Now, does it say what kind of punishment he gets? I'm not sure. What well, the, he doesn't. Uh, he hasn't been. Um, he has not been sentenced yet. He's just been arrested. Um, but his charge is only for vandalism, for damaging <laughs> clothing, because there's not really a charge for shooting your semen on people. There should be. <laughs> Seems like it would be the kind of thing that doesn't go up too often. But now there will be a new law next year in in Japan. Uh, it says you cannot do this. I think we should we should uh, we should we should do a state resolution here in Maryland. No throwing semen. It's, it'll be the the uh, we'll get rid of the rain tax. Jeremy's law. And we'll do that instead. Jeremy's law. <laughs> Jeremy's law. I don't know. I used to cut holes in my pants. Jack off on people. There he is, Robert. Like something to do. Robert Durst. Bobby Durst Good to in see Japan. You. Good to see you again. You know, some people, if they don't want to be on a, on a uh, train and get masturbated on, they decide to fly. So many people, when you have to fly, you have to go through security. And that also means you need to go through the TSA. Well, it turns out two agents from the TSA in Denver were touching dudes. <laughs> I saw the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it really makes you not down. You fly it quite a bit, so uh... and then, every time I go through, they hand signal one another, and I get flagged over. And uh, next thing you know, next thing you know, I got I got holes cut in my pants, so I can <laughs> fling my semen. <laughs> well, the, so they they uh, in in Denver, they were actually caught. There were two two TSA agents, a female and a male. And when the male, who apparently wanted to grope attractive men. Uh, would see an attractive man, he would say, and he would make a signal so the female officer would come over and she would put in the machine. When you walk the machine, they have to say if you're male or female because if you're male or female, it looks at different parts of your body for bulges. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if it says that you're a female and then it gets to the the groin region for most men, it would go off and say, you're not a female. There's something wrong here. You must have a hidden package. And they would have to search you to see what's hidden down there. Mm Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, Jerry Tilson, who's flying from Asheville to Florida, is trying to find a connecting flight through Denver. (laughs) There I was. There I was. I couldn't believe it. Oh, look. It's my seventh time through this airport today. (laughs) Keep going through the security. (laughs) I want more. Find out next time. That's um, so. I mean, that that was going on for a while. So apparently, there was there three people involved, or just, just two, two just that two? have been caught and fired okay. since. Um, but it did bring me, yeah. We you know we probably you fly a lot. Have you flown through Denver? I have not uh, flown through Denver. No, 
Oh, that was disappointing. I was hoping you'd tell me you did, and then I could ask, "How hurt are you that no one's ever stopped you?" Well, I don't. You don't have to go. You don't have to go through TSA once you're all the I way through. I know it through. doesn't ruins the joke, doesn't it, Don? Go ahead and over explain. <laughs> Old Donnie Bitkiller, thanks again. <laughs> they, you know what, though, I have to give him credit. They had a good scheme. You can always use your job to come up with a scheme to get what you want. In this case, he wanted to touch dongs, but other people... What did she get out of it? Oh, well, I think she just got uh, to watch a guy touch a dong. I don't know. But I worked at McDonald's for a year and a half, and I had worked out the perfect scheme. I was in the drive-thru. What you do if <laughs> someone came through the drive-thru, if they added stuff on, which happened all the time, people come through the drive-thru and like, I want a number one. They get to the window and they're like, oh, can you throw a cheeseburger on that? Or whatever it is they want. You say, sure, and you just say it's a dollar extra. And you, after you've already taken their money and they just hand you a dollar bill, you don't ring it up in any way, shape, or form. You just put that dollar bill in your pocket. That that is um, that's stealing. That is, but at the that, end of the night, that is theft. <laughs> at the end that, night, you'd that make, is a that is a crime. You'd make a smooth twenty to thirty dollars <laughs> on a night without that's, anyone knowing. That's not a tip. How much would you make? Twenty to thirty bucks a night. That's not wow. a that's not a tip. That's uh, that's called that's called thievery. Okay, well I was sixteen, <laughs> so it, I'm, the law does not apply when you're sixteen. <laughs> What's I think that's the how statute of limitations on <laughs> the Croft and McDonald's and? <laughs> 2001. <laughs> Unfortunately, whatever it is, I'm sure I've passed it. <laughs> that was years ago. Hey, the uh, you would get 20 to 30 people a night that would change their order at the window? They would just add something on. Like, oh, can I have a shake? Have like, yeah, ever, sure, it's a dollar. Have you ever done that? I've that because I've always been too uh, riddled with anxiety uh, <laughs> to uh, say, hey, can I change that? Because I've also... They always like they're always like God. No, they can't. Or it's always like a big deal. Like you, well, you don't want to change. You, you still... McDonald's. You ever had them try to edit an order? Oh, oh. that's the thing. That's, if you do it the right way, them. it takes forever. If you look in their eyes, they're like, "Oh my God." If you just say, "Sure, it's another dollar," and people hand you a dollar, they don't care. They're what getting I... their food. You get a dollar. Everyone's happy. What if uh, I use a credit card? Uh, what uh, What's the picture? Well, first off, if you're using a credit card in a drive-through, you're an asshole. Why? That is an asshole maneuver. Why? Do have you ever used a credit card in a drive-through? Yes. Yeah, I have. No. What yes. is wrong with both of you? <laughs> what? Wait you a minute. What the hell? Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? You no. can't use a... No, you use cash for everything. It's much faster. That's the yeah. only... No, it's not. Not if you give 100 like a dick. You give exactly... If you, if you order $6, you give them $7. You get your change back. You go home. I have to use a credit card. It's the only way that... My wife doesn't let me have any cash. It's, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is true. But it's also the only way that they know that I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Don. Oh, D O N. Yes, sir. Okay, here's your drink. <laughs> but really, you would get twenty to thirty people that would change their men their their order up or add some of their order at the window. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never done that ever. Well, a lot of people did, and I would make a couple extra bucks. That's a good scheme. That's a good scheme. These guys had a very good scheme too. They just made it too obvious because they rubbed it too long. You heard of the Ponzi scheme, but have you heard of the Jeremy scheme? That's wonderful. I also used to, uh, if you drove up and said the, the keyword cowpesh, I would hand you a bag of free food. <laughs> <laughs> again, I don't think that's legal. No, none of it was legal. But again, statute of limitations and the law does not apply when you're 16. That is not true. <laughs> the law does apply when you're 16. That's very true. I would have just gotten fired. Then they're going to take you to court over that. They'll just fire you. Okay. And it was a job at McDonald's. No one cares. But you know, theft is a serious business. Very serious business. And in Minnesota, this serious business was a major problem for a farmer. As he came out one morning to find out that not only did someone break into his farm, but they sold $70,000 worth of full semen. Whoa! 
$70,000 worth of bull semen. Now, you know how much bull semen that is, Don? I'm thinking like a track. about two drinking glasses full, Don. Oh, okay. I was going to say like a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like one of those tractor trailers that has like a tanker on the back of it. <laughs> it's a tanker truck like milk, yeah. but it's just full of bull semen. Full of bull semen. They just have it hooked up to a bull <laughs> all day. It's just a hose. Could you imagine bull. that accident on the I-4? Oh. Uh-oh. Chopper 5. Chopper 5. I've got an accident over here, bull semen all over the highway. This is worse than the party wagon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do if you, I mean. What would I do with $70,000 yeah, of bull what semen? What are you going to do with the $70,000 of bull semen? I'd fly to Japan and fling it on people on a train. <laughs> well, that seems like <laughs> the perfect option for things to do with $70,000 of bull semen. I did have a Don's Hilarious Circus of Fun story, but I think we're going to cut it. Why? No, keep going. But what, is, what, I mean, what happens with the bull semen? Well, no one knows. It was stolen. I just figured it's going to show up someday. Where would it show up? Why? I don't know. Is you there, said that beer tastes weird. But, <laughs> is there a market for bull semen? I guess there is. Well, there must be. If, I, I mean, I'm certain it was probably stolen by somebody who's going to sell it to other people who are going to stud cows or whatever. Or but is there a cows. way to keep track of that? It doesn't really say. <laughs> If I taste. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> Every cow has a different taste of bit of semen. Like Napoleon Dynamite there, he drank the milk and he knew that What's that the one shelf got life on bull semen? Um, I mean, again, if you take it right from the spigot, it normally lasts for about an hour or so if you keep it in a warm spot. But uh, I don't know otherwise. I imagine <laughs> it's just like regular human semen. If you keep it cold, very, very cold, it can be unfrozen later and used at your convenience. Perhaps at oh, someone's 16th right. birthday party when they don't invite you and you need something to do. Okay. Do you want to do your hilarious uh, circus of fun? What is the hilarious circus of fun? Oh well. (laughs) Now recap that for listeners that aren't aware of what Uh, that actually means. Don sends us a story when we ask for topics, and it's always very tragic. In some way, shape, or form. Normally, it's about suicide. I this only, week does I, not surprise me. It's also about suicide. I only said that as a joke. <laughs> well, go well, ahead. Go ahead and go God with it. Damn it. Every year, many people go to the Capitol building in the United States to come see how government works. Sometimes people come there to protest. Well, one gentleman came there with a sign that says tax 1%, and he shot himself clear in the face. <laughs> and they had to shut down everything while they figured out what happened because you heard gunshots. But it turns out he just shot himself in the middle of the day at the Capitol steps. Hey, look, it's the Washington Monument. There's Bill with a gun up against his face. I don't get why you send these stories to us. I, I, I thought I don't know why I sent the other ones. The, the, this one I sent purposely because I sent the other ones as a topic. And I just found it a little ironic that there was another suicide story in there. Well, it turns out suicides happen fairly frequently, Don. Apparently. If we only talked about suicides, we could to, we could do a show every night. But it'd be suicide very sad. is not a funny topic. No, not at all. Even if you kill yourself with a chainsaw, it wasn't funny. I thought that was funny. <laughs> you didn't find that funny? I found it weird. <laughs> Well, it is weird, but I mean, did you know of anybody else that killed themselves with a chainsaw? Juice Newton. Huh. And so, we'll end the show like we do every show in 2015, where Don sings a hit, this time R.I.P. Juice Newton, tragically killed by a horrific chainsaw incident. I don't believe that that's the case. Well, when's the last time you saw Juice Newton just hanging out? 98 YCR York's hottest. A little bit of Juice Newton coming up for you. You want to keep going? Nope, hey, here's beef the dick in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a waiting on the 1205. <laughs> Down the line. Moonlight. Just a heartache in disguise. 
Won't you keep my heart from breaking if it's only for a very short time? Playing with the Queen of Hearts, no one ain't really smart. The Joker ain't the only fool. <laughs> I like that you sing with an accent when you sing this song. It's just Newton. Next week, can we sing Eddie Rabbit? Again, if you give me a song, we will sing it. <laughs> All right, see you next week. See you guys. About as funny as a suicide story. Wave to mommy. Everybody telling everybody what you have done. Baby, no, it makes you sad. But when the hand and out the heart is, you know you got to have it soon. Playing with the queen of hearts. No one in it really smart. Joker ain't the only Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. (laughs) Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail. RFWshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people of Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 